The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, beautiful people. This is www.flashblackradio.com. We are the usual suspects. I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett III. And to my right, I have the wonderful, the awesome T Rich. Hey and, guys. Uh, and dialing in, we have the, the, the wonderful and equally awesome K Savage in the middle of a functional nervous breakdown. Despite all of it, still joyful. That's all I was gonna say. Coming through with the rageful joy or joyful rage. I don't know. Yes, it's, joy- it's joyful rage. It's joyful rage. I like rageful joy. I like that. I like rageful joy too. Because yeah. it's not typical. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not necessarily like you're 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 reveling in the actual rage itself. You're just like, okay, I'm I'm angry, but you know what? I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be joyful yeah. at the same time. You be blessed. I'm with that rageful joy. Uh, uh, Mr. Slim Williams was actually going to record with us today, believe it or not, three weeks in a row. But uh, some things came up, life happened, and uh, my man got put in that work to get that coin. So, uh, yeah, uh, we will carry on in his, in his absence. Hey, man, look, today is July 16, 2018, and we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. The day that white folks president went on record and openly was treasonous. Goggling that. all <laughs> on Pootie's balls. Can we actually go as far as to say Donald Trump pulled a Kanye? Explain. Well, you know, Kanye famous for getting up and saying just absolutely ludicrous shit, you know, saying that no one can really support. And while Donald Trump says absolutely, you know, ludicrous shit that no one can support, somehow his followers managed to support this. But even Fox News seems to be having a hard time spending this press conference that he gave today. So I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, he pulled a Kanye. You know what I'm saying? He got his own people like he, he got. Trump stands, you know what I'm saying? Stump like that. I can't, I, I can't cake for this nigga on this one. Like I just can't. I want to, but I can't. But just like Kanye fans who buy his album still, this <laughs> motherfucker gonna get reelected. This is true. You yeah. know why? Cause he appeals to whiteness. This is the, I think, well, I don't, it might have been the root, might have been Very Smart Brothers. This is the America that white Americans wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the sad thing is, this is what they wanted, but this ain't what they wanted. That's so, it's like, like, you can only see, it's like in the Matrix. It's like, uh, I'm about to have a nerd moment here, but just follow me. So there's a point where the original lady who played the Oracle passed away so they replaced her with Mary Alice and to kind of get past that little narrative like hump because it's obviously a different black woman playing for those who actually would notice um Neo said like yo you look different she's like yeah you know I made a choice like yeah so what's basically it's like you know I like she can't change it or fix it until she you know understands the choice that she made so you, you can only see past that that thing people want this thing but they don't really want it because there's so much other bullshit that comes with it to put it in other terms, it's when you decide to fuck with a fuck nigga and you like, I don't know, this seems like a bad idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. And you get that good dick and then he just like treats you like shit because he a fuck nigga. And you be like, I wanted this, but this ain't what I wanted. But this is what comes along with it. I've never had that experience, but that's 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 somewhat similar to what I was trying to say mm-hmm. in, a, in a, a weird way. It was. I it's, feel like- It's the same thing. It's I feel just like we just got terms. closer. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know whether or not to feel uncomfortable or not, but, you know, I, I, I felt like that resonated on a level. Trump basically said, everything American is lying. That's the thing that we Russia need to really... Russia is. Russia first. That's what we ultimately need to look at. And the, and the crazy thing about that is, you no know, Putin, one, gets to sit right next to him and just enjoy the sideshow. Like he knows that he's already wound this thing up and put it into play. Mm-hmm. 
And whichever way it plays out, if Trump would like to, you know, to be caught in one of his lies finally, like irreparably caught, like you can't back out of this caught, it doesn't splash back on him any really. What's going to happen? He's going to get more sanctions and continue to do what he's already been doing? Like, like what's really going to happen? Like, like what, where are they going to take it? But at the end of the day, if you can kind of like cause us this distrust and so this disdain and this divide between the American people's over just old bullshit that should have been hashed out a long time ago, which he's successfully doing. Um, it does a lot for him to be able to get all the things that he wants to get done, and he don't actually have to fire off a shot, which is crazy. Sorry. What I want to know is what that Skype call between Putin and Kim Jong-un look like. That's what I want to know, because they are both laughing. They both got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They both got the big state, you know, to do. They both got their sit down meetings. They got their pictures. <laughs> they got all the sound bites they want. They both got what they wanted. And what I want to know is, did they plan this together? Like, do they share tactics? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I just it's too it's too funny. And then, like, after they sat down, it's too funny. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's punking us all. After they sat, North Korea and uh, Trump sat down, like a week later, North Korea was like, um, I know we said we were going to get rid of nuclear, but we met like all of Korea. So you coming in here trying to do this, like make these gangsta ass demands? Like, nah, <laughs> nah. I don't know what the fuck you was thinking, but nah. He just looks foolish. Oh my God! I would I would say this about to your oh question. Oh my God! Go ahead. Okay, I would say this to your question, uh, K Savage. I don't think honestly the way Putin is built. I don't think that he honestly is sharing things. But I think North Korea is intelligent enough to do like everybody else is doing, like China is doing, like all these other people. Watch the fucking news. Watch what this dude is saying. See the moves that he's making. And I think that there's enough. Of an understanding, like, okay, one, I, I said a couple recordings ago that I'm like 99% certain that, you know, and, and like you you don't want to say no shit like this, even though it looks just plain obvious that he's in the pocket. But it's like, it's like, it's not one of those things like I'm like speculating at this point. Like in my soul, like I'm like, I don't like to be absolute unless I absolutely have to. I'm 99% certain that this motherfucker is in Russia's pocket. I think they have something on this cat. I think there's a lot of things that he wants that he can get out of Russia. And I think he has to play this game whether he wants to or not. But I think he's stupid enough to think that he actually can get away with it. Because he's a he's a charlatan and, and basically a grifter and a hustler and a scam artist. So I think he thinks he can do what he can do to kind of lessen whatever's going to happen. I digress. I think that uh, North Korea, honestly... I think they 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 see enough playing out. Um, Kim Jong Un and his regime ain't stupid. I mean, we don't agree with their tactics and anything like that and how they get busy. But end of the day, the man's not stupid, and he's he can see what what's going on. So I don't think they have to actually like you know. I think they probably like you know I, they probably had some like some conversations where they done laughed, like you know like some dudes that smashed the same girl like your son. Yo, they sending each other. Uh- Text messages. Yeah, they, 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 with just the eye emojis, like. So, my oh my gods were coming from the fact that, like I said earlier, maybe before we started recording, I don't know how this is gonna be edited. Anyway, so um, I only heard snippets of the press conference, but apparently, he released this tweet, which has its own, you know, little news thread. It out. Hey, hey Chrissy, can you go back real quick? You, you, you pixelated a little bit. Can you go back and say what you think? It has a news thread and what? Oh, this tweet that he sent out this, this morning, this afternoon, sometime today, um, has its own little news thread because it's so crazy. So this morning after the meeting, I guess, he tweeted, our relationship with Russia has never, all caps, been worse thanks to many years of U.S. foolishness and stupidity and now the rigged witch hunt. So I'm just going to go ahead and say collusion. 
Okay, so I'm going to read this from <laughs> former CIA director, which means I'm still connected and I still know what the hell is going on with the country because once you went that deep, you know what's, what's going on currently. Uh, Donald Trump's press conference performance in Helsinki rises to and exceeds the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors. It was nothing short of treasonous. Uh, and this is uh, Brennan, again, who's a uh, former CIA director. It says, not only were Trump's comments imbecilic, he is wholly in the pocket of Putin. Republican patriots, where are you? So that's what it comes down to, because everybody's talking about making America great, you know, who's on this on this Trump train. And there are a lot of things that have been very damaging to their interest, you know, in the idea of making things great. Uh, and honestly, you know, you when you I feel like these are test programs. And, and the idea that, like, first of all, people, when we were talking about, like, you know, immigrant children getting abducted, you know, not being abducted, but separated from their parents and stuff like abducted. that. Yeah. Um, and we had to first acknowledge, you know, as, as people of color, this shit ain't new to us historically in this country. Like, you know, for black folks and red folks and yellow folks and, you know, you know, the Japanese were interned in World War II. We know what happened with Chinese immigrants who came here. We know what happened with um, black prisoners of war who came came here in the halls of slave ships. Often, we know what happened with the red people who lived here already, whose land this was. So, you or know, the millions of Mexicans who were deported in the twenties who were actually citizens, which is you know fueled part of this you know incessant wave of people coming back because they actually have parents and grandparents who were literally born here and were citizens and property holders of this. Country who were illegally deported in the twenties, but I think Truman, you know, yeah. one of those what Wilson, one of those beloved races, probably Wilson, <laughs> <laughs> but Wilson, uh, so great president, yeah. Um, so, well, I feel like we would be remiss in, in not mentioning that. So, going to that, like the idea, one, I think it's very important for those who are listening, and this goes out to non. Uh, non-peoples of color for those who might be listening might be curious and i need you to take something back to your compatriots who might be a little bit hard of hearing maybe a little thick-headed and really buy into this whole trump thing i want you to consider this the idea that someone's children can be taken from them and the idea that you can then justify it normalizes that action so now that that action is normalized what makes you think that it can't happen to yours and said justifications won't happen for you or to you so these are the things you need to be considering every time you see an injustice that you can look at obviously and see that something is wrong. That the obvious idea that people can't like do basic shit no more. Like you can't go to the park and grill in the park because somebody gonna call the police on you because you don't quote unquote have a permit. Your child can't sell water. A woman can't wear a Puerto Rico t-shirt. Um, what's the joint Black that happened? Can't wear socks on the pool. Uh, CVS. Asian man can't ride the train. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Like so, the- look, I just want to give a disclaimer out to all these yeah, old boned white got. motherfuckers that want to roll up in people's spaces. Not everyone is as patient, and not everyone is not armed. I keep knives on me in several places. It's not a switchblade, so it actually is legal by the state of Maryland. Um, but I, you roll up on me, we're going to have problems. Girl, I got several utility knives dashed on me. Yes. <laughs> At all times. At so, all times. In my purse, in my car. If you roll up on me, I'm going to sweep the leg and gut your ass like a fish. Like just the, just the idea that, you know, you feel like you can like roll up on somebody. Like... <sighs> It's crazy, like that. The joint with the with the uh, the um, I I I know he's Asian. I I think he's Chinese by his. his I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. I'm not gonna he, say. Yeah, I'm not but he sure. He sat there and he was quite he was patient, patient. But when he stood up, he was like, and let you know, like, wait a second, I'm larger than you. He was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that, so he's sitting down. It's like okay, he didn't look like a threat sitting down because he's smiling. But then that, that that old white man, he he <laughs> backed them bones up like oh ho ho, and then people wanted to intervene like no. No, don't do anything. Like, why weren't you all intervening when he was hitting this dude upside his head? How about the dude that got up and left? Oh, well, he was. Yeah. And that one dude in the background, you need to watch that N-word, man. Like, he already said it. Like, yeah, you need to watch your fucking mouth, nigga. 
mm-hmm. something like that. I'm sorry. I'm not promoting because look, I, I will readily admit that I'm the type of person who honestly tries to diffuse situations, even if I wind up looking like a suck in the process, just because often I feel like it's not worth it. But there are some instances where I can admit that even I, as peaceful as I try to be, you know, I, I, I'm not superhuman. I think in that the moment like you violate my personal space by touching me without my consent. That's the problem. That's the problem. This dude literally smacked this cat twice. It wasn't a hard smack, but the fact that you even thought you could reach in and do that shit in the first place. You know I mean, like, like I've worked at a psych really hospital. Could have bent up. I've worked at a psych hospital, so there's not a whole lot that you can say to me that one I haven't heard, um, and two that is going to actually offend me because you know people who aren't on their meds and are angry can be quite rude. But <laughs> <laughs> you roll up in my personal space and or put your hands on me, we have several problems. Several. Yeah. yeah I have a no touching policy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really feel like that's, I mean, I can, I, can, I can actually withstand a bit of verbal abuse if it's not directed, if it's directed at me, if it's not, I'm quicker to react if it's going at somebody that I care about or I'm with. I'm more protective of other people because I know like what my, my limits are typically. So like a lot of that stuff is not going to necessarily bother me, but everybody got a threshold. But the moment that dude like, and I could tell from the video that the dude was off. I felt like he was intoxicated on something because just the way he was like, kind of like, you know, like flopping around a little bit and leaning in for his little, his little fake like smack before he actually hit the dude or whatever. I think he was building himself up too, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just think. I think a lot of people are setting themselves up for a royal ass whooping. I really it sh- happened. It was where was it? I don't know if it was New York, Chicago. It was in some city. This guy was just like nigger, some, some, something. Black dude just rolled up on him, hit him. He fell halfway off the platform. He got up and was still mouthing. Dude hit him again, and he fell on the tracks. So dude, sometimes the fight back. Sometimes you get that work. Yeah. And and not only do the bully fight back, but the persistently bullied often get deadly. And so I think that people just need to be really mindful. Yeah. And I and I and I I just think there, there there there's a toxic culture. I was listening to the Joe Madison show this morning. He said something that was kind of interesting because uh, by now a lot of you I'm sure have heard about the CVS incident where there was a, an individual who was trying to purchase something from CVS. I didn't see any video. I'm just going off what I read. And um, they were trying to purchase something using a coupon, and the coupon was expired or something to that effect. It was not expired. It was from. It was a manufacturer's coupon. Okay. It was, it, and it just had like CVS written because it was something defective. Okay. And she took it in, and the manager was like, "I don't recognize this coupon." And then you know, participated in white Americans' favorite pastime, calling the police, calling the police for calling customer service, dumb shit. Yeah, and so the the question is like like at this point it's become abundantly clear to those who you know who you know we have to pay attention to these things because these shifts like this or whatever and when it's becoming more and more visible and all that stuff it's already stuff that we've seen but when it becomes like this there's obviously a movement to like to do this and what are you expecting to to get out of calling the police over something as trivial as someone it's, sleeping it's in a dorm violence. Yeah, you you want something bad to happen, but you're not quite you know there enough to do it yourself. But like you gotta understand, you're playing with people's lives, and you know at the end of the day, you know also police officers actually have jobs to do. And the idea that you create a situation and then you don't want to actually resolve the situation, you want somebody else to resolve it with deadly force, is a problem that you need to resolve within your soul, and uh, should not be you know that. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to. I just want to say this real quick. So I was listening to Joe Madison's show, and he was explaining the whole thing. And he was saying that his son-in-law was in a grocery store recently, and there was a child in like a, a grocery cart that behind him. And when the child saw him, he was like a toddler. The child saw him. The child pointed at him and said nine one one. That's some real shit right there for you. This is America. I'm glad shit like that don't happen to me. Like, what do you say in that? What do you say in that moment if that shit happens? Mommy's to you? a liar. 
Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what to say other than that. Your mama's yeah. a lie. You can't, I mean, but you, you can't, you can't defeat the narrative for that child. I feel like anything, you address the parent. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, what can you say in that moment? That that that, that, that is <laughs> It's crazy, man. Crazy. But you were saying before, Christy, I apologize. Um, well, I think, that, you know... What they always claim is they feel threatened. And I just want to say, I think her name was Camilla. She gave me my whole life. Camilla Hudson. I am not African-American. I am am black. black. It is not a bad word. (laughs) I loved it. That gave me my whole life because, first of all, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, knowing African people, I'm not African. I am African descended. You know what I'm saying? But I have no actual you know, direct connection to Africa as far as ancestry, culture. I'm not talking about what migrated over here. I'm talking about like traditions, food. Right, right, right. Like I don't, I don't have cousins, you know what I'm saying? Who are in Africa, you know, that, that is not a thing. You know, my parents were not born there. Their parents were not born there. So I feel like Black is something that I not only identify with, but I think it's the best thing that defines me you know, as a black person from America, people can choose whatever they want to identify themselves. But I personally like black, but I'm also not opposed to Negro or colored because the reality is I don't actually think that those are words that black people who are from those eras have problem with because my grandparents until the day they died, both said colored and Negro. You know what I'm saying? I think the issue is that those are words that were weaponized against us. And so we decided we wanted to change what we were called because we thought it would change the narrative. But the reality is racist is racist. You know what I'm saying? And so whatever black people have used to self-identify themselves with pride over the years is a name I totally don't mind, you know what I'm saying, bearing because, you know, I call colored people colored people. Some people don't like that because they think, you know, it's throwback. And so I try and say people of color, but really that's to me. Yeah, I like people of color. Um, I mean, colored people is kind of <laughs> like, there, there are times, I mean, Negro for me, I get it. And it depends upon the audience and the lens. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it comes from you, it's different. But I think that I think you make a very good point and brought up a very interesting like uh, topic we could discuss. I, I mean, mean, people, white people could say African American or black or any of those. And it has know, a tone. And went, right, right. Yeah. Anything that denotes blackness, urban, inner city, all of those adjectives, you know what I'm saying? All of those monikers can be said in such a way that make you understand what somebody is really saying to you is nigga get in line. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that, and I, I also, I also think that um, I feel like the nature of the classical Caucasian is to always try to identify, and the problem is they try to identify so many things they don't understand. It's always just Can like I just a say, the Caucasus Mountains straddle Asia. They don't get to have that word. They're white. Okay. I mean, like you know, like uh, I was, I was doing Caucasian the Avery as a whole culture. Yeah, yeah, I was doing, I was doing the Avery Dene thing or whatever by saying Caucasian. So um, I, I, I'm gonna ride with Caucasian. I think, like you know, and that's a eugenesis term. Hmm. That's a eugenesis term. Okay, is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't want to participate in eugenics at all. To <laughs> 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 be real, uh, like okay, shit, like I'm, the, I will have to re- yeah, revise and revisit my my thing. Okay, right. for the time being, we'll just say white folk. Uh, a lot of times, want to to do this whole taxonomy thing where they break down the essence of what something is, and I think um, something that I I, I explained in one of the essays I put on the website, um, the color. Of Black is beautiful. Color blue and black is beautiful too. Um, I, I break down my frustration with the idea that there's always this this rush to try to define something, and when you do, a lot of times you also limit the thing that you're defining. So how dare you, not understanding who or what we are, try to define us with your limited perception of who we are? You can't define anything that we've done, anything that we do, in in full enough terms. So therefore, I'd rather you not try to do that. And I think that's one of the reasons why we also. Every twenty to twenty, every twenty to thirty years, go through this whole uh, shift in transmogrification how we define ourselves. Because like, okay, like we getting tired. It's the same way we switch our language up. The moment we hear white people starting to say shit, they like you know when they start saying jiggy, like all right, well that's just dead. <laughs> you know what I'm Donald saying Donald Trump Jr. killed lit. 
Yeah, so like it's like the moment you start trying to adapt, talking to you try to get our handshakes or whatever, we switch that shit up because, like, dude, like you, you can't have the essence of what makes us us, and you can't, like, you know, you can try to like you commodify that shit, you know, you can try to sell it, but like, dude, you can ultimately you can't own it, and that's the that's the thing that that you know. Yeah, it's just like the whole my whole frustration with the idea of how like you just saying like in terms of Negro and all that, but it's like I've always been not always but often been frustrated since my high school years that everybody has to self identify before they actually like can be American. So you can be Chinese American, be Eskimo American, be African American, Native American, although they were here first. But you know, white folks are they just American. <laughs> they they are. just American. It's just. And which was just crazy because like y'all had the least actual contribution to actually making this country what it is, yet you want to make it great again. So it's just all that these was convoluted the ideas. I, you know what? That was pretty deep, you know, and obvious. But you know, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, dude, you can't turn the, time, the, the hands of time back. It'd be better to try to move forward and like you know recognize all this awesome shit you got. That people of color have been relatively peaceable towards you and not shown you any aggression and they've just been trying to live their lives should be enough indication that you should worry about yours. And, you know, stop trying to scapegoat everybody for your piss, your piss poor performance. There was a man in Miami that was going to blow up a whole condo building because he was going to kill all the Jews. That's where we are. I ain't hear that, though. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we not dying of despair. All I heard is, all, all I heard is Chicago. I didn't. I missed that one. Oh, this wasn't. Well, Chicago was police. Oh, I'm, I'm, I was being a little bit facetious, you know. But oh. <laughs> just saying, yeah, like, it, was, you know. it was another old white man who was like, "We're gonna kill all the Jews and gonna blow up this condo building in Miami." And yeah. but he's not a terrorist. He's not brown. Um, but speaking of a brown person in Chicago who was killed. Uh, Harith Snoop Augustus killed by the police. He's a barber in in Chicago. He's, what was the? What was the? I didn't see the video because I don't watch yeah. videos of brown people being killed. Yeah. I heard they didn't show it though. I heard they showed him I, running. I don't know if they showed yeah. it or not. I don't watch just in case. Oh yeah, they they, they released it on their own early. Like the community didn't even have to like protest for it. They were. Like, I heard that's what they is. were protesting for. They was they were protesting because they didn't get the video released and they said there's nothing wrong. You should release it. So the article oh, no. I read was kind of like I feel like they were adding they, this one of those articles. They, they released it. They released it this morning or or over the weekend or okay. sometime. Like I, they and one that because I was just listening to a, a story about it and they were saying that one of the things that was so different from this and Laquan McDonald was that they actually their plan was to release immediately. Like they reviewed it, you know, of course, you know, and and prepared themselves for whatever was going to happen. But um, they released the video um, and they had planned it and that it was released. It's been released. So, um, do you know? Did you? I'm, I'm taking. You didn't watch it either. I do not watch brown people get killed. Yeah. Okay. It's you know it's, it's bad for the soul. Yeah. Um, but apparently, he fit the characteristics of someone who was armed because he reportedly had a bulge in his waistline. Yeah, he, he ran also away. had he a was, permit to conceal carry. Yeah, he was running away. So again, like you know, that's not well, good. running away is a threat. Yeah. Because you know, no, it happens. There was a judge in Boston, I think it was, who ruled that it is reasonable for any black man to run from the police, no matter what the circumstances, because they are so fatal to us. Send me that. (laughs) You run, you die. You don't run, you die. Yeah, yeah. Send me that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, while McDonald was just standing in the middle of the street. Year, year and a half ago. Yeah. I I saw, I've seen, like, see, okay. Yeah, man. I saw this one kid. It was uh, this is before Laquan McDonald, or whatever. This dude was like pacing outside. The police pulled up, and it's like he was telling the cops to shoot him. So it was like death by suicide. I mean, death by cop. I I, I think he was disturbed. I, I don't know why anybody else would do that. There was something going on, obviously. But the fact that they shot him didn't tase him. They just laid him out. It was just crazy. So I'm gonna just read no read weapon. this real fast. Um, the Massachusetts High Court ruled that citing pol- Boston police data uh, and a 2014 report by the ACLU of Massachusetts that found that blacks were disproportionately stopped by the city's police. The state's highest court on Tuesday 
threw out a, a gun conviction of Jimmy Warren, and um, it was based on the fact that he ran. And the court made two major findings. The justice said that police didn't have the right to stop Warren in the first place, and the fact that he ran away shouldn't be used against him. Um, so, you know, I mean, I don't, I'll, I'll give you the article so we can post it, but basically, you know, they, we have the right to run because they kill us at will. Yeah, and that's not, I, the crazy thing is, I, I, I hear what the judge is saying, that don't change that though. Because, like, at the end of the day, you can still wind up dead. All you do is say, like, well, he had a right to run, but still talking Dude, about him in you the past could, tense. you can run, you can comply, it don't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, we got too many videos of people complying who are dead. Yep. And I think ultimately this is kind of one of the things that we, not kind of, but this is one of the things that we need to start getting a clear understanding of. More so on a local level from the people that we're, we're, we're electing into office as far as these judges and as far as these sheriffs are concerned. Because at the end of the day, um, these are local politics. I know they reach national news, but... Um, these are the things that can be affected in our local elections, and we need to start having a better understanding of who's sitting behind the bench because this, I mean. Local politics have a larger effect on your day-to-day life than what anybody mm-hmm. is doing at the federal level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's easy for those in, uh, to, to look at the news and expect that the president is supposed to resolve all of their problems and that just ain't it. President of what? President of the United States. I'm talking about even before we got to 45. I'm just talking about in general. I mean, there are a lot of things that the president is supposed to, quote unquote, preside over uh, from a national level. So from a national level, there's supposed to be a baseline of shit that's supposed to be acceptable or not. You know, and the reason why we had Eric Holder there, who I thought did a lot of uh, made a lot of sensible statements and um, rulings in terms of like, yeah, you can actually use your your cell phone video to record the police in public action because they're performing a public duty. Mm-hmm. And Sessions, of course, wants to overturn that. But like, dude, that's a First Amendment right. As a citizen, anybody can be a member of the media. And so, you know, you're protecting the First, um, First Amendment right and freedom of press right there. Thank you, Eric Holder. And fuck you, Jeff Sessions. Uh, so, yeah. I'm... I mean, and nobody has the expectation of privacy in a public place, you know, so anybody on a sidewalk can, you know, can't protest being photographed. You know, that's why some forms of stalking are totally legal because, you know, like nobody can say, oh, you can't take my picture standing on the sidewalk. You have no expectation of privacy. So I just feel like I don't even understand why it is that police think that you can't record them or that they don't have to provide their badge number because the reality is any interaction they have to be able to identify themselves and how I identify a cop is the same way I identify an inmate by their motherfucking number <laughs> well they think that because they have a badge they don't have to and then that's ultimately the no, they problem got a badge a gun and a stick mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's be oh and a taser right a badge a gun a stick and a, and a, and a laser beam. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I really think that, um, and I'm I'm talking about myself included because I need to be I need to be more aware of what's going on in my local level too. So I'm not I'm not saying this on some pious, you know, holier than thou type thing, or whatever. It's something that I I actively need to be better at myself because honestly, the situation <laughs> ain't going to improve itself until we actually start making it a thing and we start using. The, the, the mechanisms in place to help us get to a better situation. And eventually what will happen is, you know, yeah, some so people... Y'all county is sadly huh? run. I said, in y'all county is sadly run. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I pay attention to local politics of all the area, of all the jurisdictions in the area that applied for uh, Amazon HQ2, uh, you know, Everybody is in the running except PG County, and it was like basically y'all are too badly run for them to consider it. Y'all, y'all permitting is shitty. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody seem to work at that place. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just it's a so, crazy so I don't thing think is, we're that far. We're not far enough removed from uh, was it Jack Johnson and his wife that was stuffing piles of money in her panties? Hmm? 
the, the previous county executive yeah. before Rashern Baker. Yeah. He got caught oh. up in a bunch of. Yeah. Uh, oh, he stole. Oh yeah, it was very is good. It was very good, fella. She was putting money Wait. in her underwear. Yeah. Yes, I was about to say, is that the one where the wife was trying to get the money? Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> and then Rashawn Baker. I mean, come on now, like you know what I'm saying? How many times are we gonna do this dance with you? Well, well we're not you doing saw, this. You saw they weren't weren't doing with the governorship, and it's like uh, we're gonna go with that Ben Jealous guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Ben Jealous is gonna win. Still vote for him, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm gonna vote for him, but like uh, I, I think he's gonna win. What? Oh, you don't? What, what? I mean, if you feel different, I don't know if he will. You know, because you, you think like uh, Hogan. I mean, he does, you know, have his little base, but I don't know if it's big enough though. I think there are enough folks that I mean, either you can put like Ben Jealous's record up against, you know, and his pedigree up against Hogan. I don't. I don't think Hogan has really done anything remarkable. I don't think he has either. I think he's actually um, turned down some business at, opportunities as well. That could have, you know, in terms of like some metro and, you know. I just I, know. I just don't always think that people, obviously, if you look at where we are now, yeah, vote their people don't interest. vote by record. Yeah. People. Man, when he started changing the school days, I was like, mm, I'm done with you, dude. <laughs> Ocean City should not run a state's life. No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get on Maryland? It's my fault, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, you said something about the local elections. Yeah, I did. I did. I did that. Um, but no, nah, it's real. I mean, it's a, that's an example. I mean, like, you know, and I, the unfortunate thing is you don't know who's about that business really trying to make things better and who's really about just making some power moves for themselves and those that they like. Uh, you won't know a lot of times until they get in the office. But at the end of the day... We got to be stewards. The people that we vote in, we got to hold more accountable than the people that we don't vote in. And we got to hold those people to high account. So I don't want to sound like we don't hold, Yeah. We didn't vote Trump in. We still got to hold them accountable. But if we voted somebody in, we need to make sure the interests that we vote them in for are being met. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Can we talk about something positive? Of course. You got something positive to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Cardi B had a baby. Yeah. Kiari Cephas. Sorry. Culture, culture. Kiari Cephas. Last yes. name is Cephas? That's what yeah. Offset's last name is. Yeah. That oh, is so it's like, keep building up and build it up, like mm-hmm. Riri and Cephas? Okay. His name is Kiari Cephas. Wow. I'm pretty sure he got some 11 color jokes back in his day, but so okay. She is culture Cephas, because, you know, for the culture. I'm here for it. And it's with a K. I love it. It is definitely with a K. I love another K name in the world. I think at some point when she gets of age, she's going to have some throat culture jokes, though. I'm just saying. That name is just ready for just jokes. No, it's a brand. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the type of brand you want. But okay. Like, how did you go there? <laughs> um, yeah. Serena was so close. Yeah. I was sitting there. Ten months after giving birth to her adorable baby girl, Olympia. Um, Which is a better brand, just saying. It is. Um, <laughs> she made it to the Wimbledon finals, uh, but did not win. Hey, man, she won hearts and minds, though, man. She, like, I mean, that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. And yeah. that's what she said. You know, I did this for moms and I was so close. I was trying to win, but, you know, I didn't. But damn, just imagine like 10 months ago, she gave birth, had a very she difficult died. birth, almost died. Right. And made it to Wimbledon final. And, and didn't drop a set. I think she dropped one set on the way to the Wimbledon final. Out of the entire run she had, so she was playing well. I just when I saw her playing, because I had to, I had some some obligations. I couldn't see the, the 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 match, which made me very upset. But when I saw the beginning, I was like, okay, she's off. She doesn't normally drop the first and the second. Yeah, that's not that's not normally what she does. So like when she dropped the first and the second game, I was like, okay, she just seems off. And then when I checked in on the score and it's like three, she's lost six three. I'm like, okay, well, she lost the first set. That's not very serene like at all. And then they said like six three. It was like she was it's down. Straight sets. 
Yeah, you don't see Serena losing straight sets like that. Like you know, and other lady, which was like to her credit, obviously because you know she'd beaten Serena before, so she was obviously good. Um, she struggled a bit with the last opponent, so I thought, okay, judging by the way she played the last opponent, lost the first set and came back a battle for the second one. I think that looking at the score, like you imagine that the person gassed out who she's playing against or whatever, she just had that endurance, which is what you got to have in tennis. I don't know what happened with Serena. Because I, I didn't see the the, uh, the match, but I imagine that she was just off. Sometimes she just has those times when she's not playing like she normally plays, and she's in her head. And that's what it felt like when I was watching. I felt like she was making errors that she doesn't normally make. Or that she doesn't... If she makes them, she gets over them and doesn't stay making those errors. But... It was still a great run. It was. And I think, you know, you know, I think she's Some still got more shit. in the tank. I th- she looked like she still got more in the tank to, you know, make a few more. Yeah, she already finals. said she's on. She's getting ready for a U.S. Open. Yeah, I, I, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna get at least twenty five. That's my, that's my thing. She'll make her the winningest tennis player ever. Yeah, and I also think not even just in the Open era, just ever. Yeah, I also think it's just something to be said for the fact that you know a lot of these records people got to remember there there should be like an asterisk. They talk about an asterisk next to the. Like Barry Bonds and shit like that, but now you look at Tiger Woods, and I made this statement a long time ago. But you look at Tiger Woods; this motherfucker was playing against like not just one or two great people. He's playing against people that you heard their name, like yo. He's playing against like you know Phil Mickelson and Vijay Singh and Davis Love III and all these other people. He's playing against a great field of golfers. Whereas like you know like when Jack Nicholson was playing or whatever, it's not like that. When Babe Ruth was playing. It's not that many like great white players that you could remember from that time and era because most of them were in the Negro League. So, uh, like now that you got like a whole level playing field or whatever, um, like women's <laughs> tennis is that sh- is that shit. That's that fire, or whatever. Like you know, like Azarenka and Sharapova at one point, and you got all these, these Wozniacki. Who? At one point, Sharapova was effective. I she's, don't know She's her. still good. She's still a good tennis player. She's got some fuckery with her, but you know, she's she's played some good tennis in her day. She's not bad. Yeah, she's no. just a fuck boy. There you go. Thanks for all that, Christy. Appreciate it. That is a lot. <laughs> oh, but since we brought up baseball players, can we talk about Sammy Sosa not talking about his pinkness? He's very adamant about his his, his, his he's well, able to he do what he wants to do. Cream, right. He admitted that he used the cream, but he couldn't admit that he didn't like himself. Which, I mean, you know, it might take years of therapy for somebody to be able to admit that. So I'm not totally mad at that, but I just yeah. I don't I don't think that you can do what he's done and come back from that shit, yo. Like like the the level of self-loathing it would take for somebody to do that. I mean, he legitimately does not look like the same individual and in all he did. It's not like he did a whole bunch of things to change his, his nose, anything like that. Got the same nose, his lips and his... He just... He's pink. Yeah, and it's He's disturbing pink, yeah. because he was as pink like as he is now. Gum. He is literally... the As pink as he is now is how black he was before. And he had like... You know, very dark skin. It seemed like there was anything wrong with it. So for him to do that, and like also, I think he did something to augment his eyes. So change, not augment, but change his eyes, right? I have no idea. His eyes look I like they're blue now. Pink. When I've seen pictures, it's like he's done something to his eyes as well. Oh, and did he have the tiny surgery? I think so, because his eyes look like they were blue when I saw them. So it's just like I. It's disturbing. And so, like, for those, again, we've done this before, but if you've not seen Sammy Sosa in the last, you know, five or six years because, you know, he's not playing baseball, just Google Sammy Sosa, men and now. Google and- Sammy Sosa, pink hat. <laughs> or, or that. You got two options. Either way, it's going to fuck you up. Take a page from Atlanta. Speaking True. of Atlanta, Lakeith Stanfield, who is problematic. Um, but he and Tessa Thompson are in a new movie. Sorry to bother you. It did bother Have me. You, seen it? you saw it. I saw it. I saw it as well. Um, I'm just gonna say this. There's a hard what the fuck, like literal yes, audible yes, what yes. the fuck moment. It was not like one of those things like you say what the fuck to yourself. It's literally like it's like what the fuck. So uh, the movie is basically about like capitalism and what would you do for money? 
Um, and there's like some other, I feel it's like there's some switching. messages yeah, in there. Yeah, there's code, code switching, switching and like how you can, um, you know, progress in certain businesses or certain work environments based on, you know, how you present yourself, hence the code switching mm. and... Is this socialism versus capitalism there a little bit? There was a little thing about like, you know, white people partaking of just really basic black shit when he was rapping. It was just like, yeah. nigga, 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 shit, shit, shit. And they were like, nigga, 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 shit, shit, shit. Like, nigga yeah, it's the nigga greatest shit. shit. Nigga, 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 yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and then, skirt, skirt. Don't, don't I'm not going okay. to. I'm going to just say, skirt, yeah. skirt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is a different movie. So, I'm, uh... <laughs> so what I will say is I was telling the coworker and I was like, yo, so it's like, it took a, a turn so hard. There's no way you can see it coming. Yeah. And what I, what I liken it to is if you've ever ridden a roller coaster that's in the dark, you can't see what's ahead of you. And you just hit that. It's like that. And it's like, it's, there's no coming back from that. It's a completely different movie as soon as that shit happens. And it just, you just, you're just like, okay. And the, the, the one saving grace for me, I will say is. I happened to look on Fandango at the description. I didn't read the synopsis because I felt I had an understanding what the synopsis was, but I was looking up times and under the synopsis, it said sci-fi slash fantasy. And I'm like, okay, I thought this shit was a comedy. Uh, It looked funny from the previews. Like it'll be some unfunny shit in there, but it's like, okay, this is clearly a comedy, but no. It has some funny moments. Yeah, It has some funny moments. And and then hard, 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 hard. Yeah. Abrupt left. Yeah. And then on top of that, there's a... Yeah, I'm not going to even go there. I'm not going to get that away. But it, it was... it was, pfft, Yeah. Son. I'm literally... where It sounds like I'm like... I, I'm like... That's because that's where I am still. It's it was a lot hours. also going on. Like, we went to see it and there was someone who was in the theater who was having a medical emergency. Mm. Um wow. I don't know if she... I don't know what happened, but... um. They had to like come in, the police had to come in, and then they brought in a stretcher, and so they had to stop the film and wow. take her That's out, deep. and then restarted the film, and everybody got free passes for a, another movie because they were like, hey, sorry, we inconvenienced. She was like, nah, this lady about to die or something, yeah. like she can't walk. Yeah. Um, so they went, they, they took the movie back about 20 minutes when they restarted it, and it was just like, okay. And then did you see anything like additional that you didn't see the first time around and watching that first 20 minutes? Was mm-hmm. there anything like that you picked up that you missed? Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. But then when it got to that point, <laughs> son, like people left, people left what? the theater. I'm going to tell you like this. I, I went to see it with my sister, my big, my, my big sister. And she, she literally clutched her purse. Like I'm about to meet you in the parking lot. Like that was her words to me. I think about six people left. Like, so I don't want to see this by myself. Um, not well. That uh, I'm I not mean, promoting for. You can see it against. by yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. not like oh yeah. my god. No, it's not, it's not scary. No, it's, it's just it just takes a very. Hmm. The only real indication that you have that is sci-fi fantasy is because there's obviously some surrealism. I think there's some definite things in there between the advertising that they showed in the movie. The way they kept showing some of the same like places that were passing by in the TV that was popular and other little things here and there. There were definitely some things, but they were pretty much is is a parody in the sense that it was kind of making fun of or pointing out the bullshit that we have going on right now, mm-hmm. just in a different way. And some of the commercials that they showed, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the original Robocop, but it's like, you know, there's a the whole commercials in there that were just kind of ridiculous. As like the TV shows, like I'd buy that for a dollar. That was what was playing in my head. So there were just weird things like that happening in the in the movie, like let you know that this is not like like real world shit. This is some like other like slightly altered universe type shit going on, but it's not overly not evident. Too far away. Yeah, the, the whole uh, worry free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too. But yeah, exactly. There was also that too. It's not too. It's not too evident until you hit that 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 left that hairpin and then that dog leg and. Then it's off the rails after that. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, so we're not gonna come back from this. This, this, no, this, no. no you just, just have to ride out with it. And so then, like, what and were then, you on when you got to, when you decided I'm gonna write this down and I'm gonna flesh it out? And and the crazy thing was that was like, there's like 40 more minutes of the movie after that. Mm-hmm. That's what made it kind of like, oh shit, like 
not on <laughs> it's like not only am I disturbed because I had to figure out what I was looking at. Then I was like, oh, 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 shit! Like this movie's still it's not, going. It's not over. No. this isn't the end. No, there's more plot after this. There, there's a whole, there's a whole. Like this, we're only halfway through. Yeah, this is like that was kind of like you know like building the end of the second act, going into the third act. It was, it was more shit to it. And by the time you saw that, you were at the top of the roller coaster, and it was like I can't get off. But some people did. Some people just jumped off the side. And then you just go down the hill and it's all kinds of what the fucks. I just left. Like when the lights came on, I was just like, I was like, Cam, what the the fuck was that? He was like, I don't know. Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say this. I have a, a relatively similar feeling of inner conflict when I went to see Pootie Tang in the movie theater. I I love supporting black cinema. Sometimes it works out and it's like, you know, like Girls Trip and, you know, Fruitvale Station and things along those lines. Sometimes it's sorry to bother you. And sometimes it's that or you're like, you know, pootie tang. I really so want it. doesn't work or it's just. It it, it, it it had a lot of stuff in it and, and it had a lot of people. The crazy thing, it had a good cast. It had a bunch of people. It was Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Omari Hardwick, Terry Crews, Danny Glover, Danny Glover, Stephen Yoon. Um, yeah, dude from oh, Walking dude, Dead. Oh, 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 dude from uh, Sense8 who played Bug. Bug. Yeah, yeah. And um, old dude from Superior Donuts. The black dude from Superior Donuts. It had eight people that you see the faces like, uh, oh. I know who they are. And they had funny jokes in there. They had references to shit from their personal like movies and shit. There, there were there was some rep, some writing in there, but like that that turn, yo, it was a hard motherfucking turn. Like like if you the right person, maybe you pull that shit off. But that shit right there, like I would say, maybe not go, maybe not go under the influence, or maybe do go go under, under, under the, the influence. influence. Oh yeah, yeah, because maybe the laughter would be. That's like, why I was. I was like, I should have been high, maybe. but it's just like. You know, you sitting there, you smoking weed, and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know, I think I want to do meth. It's like, I don't know, that seems like a hard turn from smoking weed. Like, yes, meth. Oh, I have to see this. Yeah, okay. it's 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 what what I think Taki and I are both saying is very hard to describe, and it's, uh, it's different as fuck. Um, and not necessarily good different as fuck. I'm not going to say it's bad different, it's just different as fuck. So what we're going to say is, if you see it, just know that we told you it was different as fuck, and just go there knowing that. Uh, yeah, and even after all that I just gave you, it still doesn't encompass how different this shit is. That's the crazy thing. Is it and, good though? I wanted to see um, Superfly, but uh, the the movie theater incorrectly marketed their their movie times. They said there was gonna be a five twenty show in the Superfly, and it wasn't playing until eight. Uh, so sorry to bother you. It was playing at five ten, so we saw that. Um, I wanted to see it, but I wanted to see Superfly before it came out the movie theater. I just don't want to say it's a bad movie because it's a black movie, and I'm gonna support, but. I don't know if I would say it's good. Okay. Yeah. I got to. <laughs> it's an experience. Respect. It's an experience. I love an experience. Yeah. It's an experience. Like, oh, well, but you know, I also that. like weird white movies. Yeah, I do too. But like the idea is I want to know that I'm in for a weird white movie but when I'm seeing it. Like, you know, like there was no indication that that shit was going to get that fucking I don't weird. even know if there's anything that could prepare you for It's not. Like maybe where it went, like yeah, I can. Why I could, it decided to go there? I could say some of the makeup work ref- definitely reminded me of a, of a movie or two that I've seen. But I, if I said it, it would kind of give it away. Some of the shit that might happen, so I won't say it. But I will say that it it it, it takes a turn. It just takes a real turn. I and will also say cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, I will say though that anytime I get an opportunity to see the love of Tessa Thompson, I'm I'm not mad. Uh, I just enjoy Tessa Thompson. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the actors in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not a question or a statement. <laughs> I'm not sure. That was a deflection. But huh? it was. Uh, I just, you know, I. So, like, <laughs> a few months ago, Cam and I went to see a movie called Mother, which was weird 
when you left the theater. And I was sitting in the car and I was like, all right, I need to kind of figure this out. And I was like, Mother, okay, Mother Earth and God, and this is like the destruction of the the, the earth and these other wars and and right. And I was like, okay, it's weird. You you took me a long way to get there, but I understand it. Like I have been trying to figure this movie out, why it had to go where it went since Saturday. And I was like, I just I think I understand what you're saying. I feel like you could have used a different, different words. It. I just yeah. I don't. There's no reason for this to have happened. Yeah, and, and what I will also say is, if you watch a Darren Aronofsky film. Or you watch a Guillermo del Toro film; those two individuals are very vivid and like broad, and just like they have gorgeous like cinematography that adds into the richness of what they're telling, and it enables you to go on a ride. You know, you're gonna get some weird shit out of them. Get Darren Aronofsky is um, Requiem for a Dream. If you ever seen that movie, whatever. It's yeah. one of my favorite like cinematography movies, or whatever. But a lot of people said they were depressed after watching it. I just yeah. thought it was beautifully just. I think Done. he also did Mother, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also did Pie. So Deeply he's he's disturbing. got some weird shit going on. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro, uh, Hellboy one and two, uh, The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. He's he's got a lot of in, in um, uh, um, Pan's Labyrinth. So he's got a lot of weird shit going on with him too. But like they tell a story. This story was done, obviously on a much lower budget. The lighting sometimes was problematic for me. I hate to use the word problematic. I feel like it's overused at this point, but I feel like the lighting was could have been better. The like a lot of dark scenes because maybe they didn't have enough light lighting people. I don't know what happened with that. Um, I felt like it was really dark at points, but there there were some technical things that you look at and you find in a lower budget movie that kind of like detract from it. And then when you got to that weird shit, then it's like okay, now we just like we in a different place now. You know I'm saying like the other thing is like okay, we're looking at like typical, not typical, but like you know. Standard like low budget shit that you do with in a less less fun movie doesn't have as much funding. So like for the art of it, there's a lot of shit that they did. Um, acting was still solid for the most part. Um, there are a lot of things that you could take away from it, whatever. But it was just that fucking turn, man. See, I thought <laughs> I thought the the low budget look of it worked for the concept. Yeah, it did because it kind of played in. It made it made made it feel surreal. It's right. almost like if you watch Black Dynamite, or if you it was watch like Friday. Yeah, Black Dynamite was intentionally done in high. Eight, you know what I'm saying? So it had that like look like it was an old school black exploitation film. This shit felt like it was kind of detached. His hairstyle, the way his hair was, that shit felt kind of like not of this time. Fucking bandage. Yeah, there, there were a lot of things that just felt like yeah. So and you know it, there were just elements that felt. Out of, out of time, out. out of place. Um, I'm going to check it out before the next. I feel like we're going on and on about this, but I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> right. once you, you see it. I didn't have anybody else I could talk to this about that seen it, though. But so once you like, see yeah. it, you're like, okay. Yeah. Now we understand. Yes. And the crazy thing is, you're going to like have the same like internal, like, yeah. Yeah, people were leaving the theater like we were leaving a funeral. It was just real, just like quiet and it wasn't like it wasn't a lot of people in the theater I was in but I mean end of the day I feel like it's not playing in a lot of places it's not it wasn't released widely I think it's less than 800 theaters yeah and I'm trying not to go to Virginia I don't blame you um uh so yeah I mean I I just feel like um it's playing a lot of black theaters but that's the problem like I don't want to go to Magic Johnson Theater (laughs) Ever, um, no. I've, I've had my fill there, um, and I and I dig Michael um, Michael Magic Johnson's uh, business acumen, but his theater is not the place that I want to be. It's, it's mm-hmm. just too much of an element there that I don't appreciate when I'm trying to see a movie. I love my Respect. people, but I, I actually pay to see the movie, not to hear you talk. Although I do talk to the theater, I talk to the screen, but usually, you know, I don't really talk loudly, so. Nah, I'm not bothering uh, anybody. Nah, Magic Johnson's special place. You know, I've, I've been enough times. It's like, yeah, it's not for me. Mm-mm. It has to be like the only place it's showing. And even then, I don't I have talk to like with debate. other people, though. I, I, I know people. <laughs> like, I was like, I can wait like a couple weeks and just, you know. Anyway. So I think that's about it. I did want to get into Love Is, but we can maybe talk oh, about that. Oh, that show. Yeah. What? 
We'll get into that next week. We we'll lead up then, so you make that a lead for next week. Yes. Okay, so there's a show on own called Love Is. Um, it's about Mara Mara Brock Akil and Salim Akil. It's loosely based on their courtship, and you know how they got to where they are now. You know, she developed girlfriends and. Amazon writer for Moesha and being Mary Jane, she developed that and Black Lightning and you know they've done a bunch of stuff together. Uh-huh. But it's just about like you know when they first started dating, loosely based on or based on when they first started dating. And I had difficulties watching the show, as you know. Is there a lot of fuckery? I'm uh, hate watching it at this point. Yeah, it's not like a power hate watch either. It's 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 different. What? I, I hate watch the fuck out of power. Because like, everyone should be dead. Yeah. Except I, the one person that is dead. Yeah. And I, I, I will also say that I like Joe. Turtle. I, I keep hearing <laughs> that like 50, 50 needs to like try and have a screen time. 50's character's entertaining. It's just it's ridiculous at the same time. It's like, it's like dude. Like, Did he rape Tasha? Okay, see, I'm, I'm behind. Oh. So shit. Um hmm. just, okay. you know, just a question. When you watch it, that's what that's what I was wondering. I saw a theory floating around on these internets that was saying that this person believes um that Tariq is actually his son. And that's why he's so invested in Tariq and that's why he wanted to get close to Tariq, and that's why he killed Jukebox instead of letting her kill Tariq because, you know, that's his kid. And I was like, I don't know. That seems a little bit far-fetched. And I was like, but there's something going on between you and Tasha. because Jukebox she- was his family that did save his life, and I thought that was a weird, like, story choice from the jump. Like, that didn't make any fucking sense whatsoever, yep. especially because he's the one who was actually pushing the whole agenda. So. Right. Uh, but the whole Tariq, his being his son thing, that, nah. But uh, the way the the interaction that was happening between them in this last episode, I was like, "This plausible now." In did your she? Mind. Did you rape her? Well, maybe she got pregnant from that rape. I just told ghosts that it was a thing. I don't know. There was something about the the conversation, and she hates him every time he's around. Like, why the fuck are you here? Why is he here, ghost? But yeah. We can, yeah. So, so next week we'll discuss love is and the fuckery that that is. I don't think it was intended to be, but. Do I is. need to watch it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can. I think you'll have some interesting thoughts about it. Um, I think you will as well, Christy. Um, I, I, I will say uh, the whole tepery is strong. But and, it was the oh. 90s. So it wasn't whole at that point. It was just. Like, honestly, dude. It, like, but he's so whole tap. I wouldn't he's have known. so whole Tap. I honestly, I've made the joke on this on these airways many times about being the Hotep Whisperer. I don't really think I had a firm understanding of what Hotepery was and Hoteps were until like I started like you know watching like the second season of Dear White People and this shit and other things have been popping up and whatever. Like the dude who starved his daughter so she stopped having a cycle. Uh yeah. What? Yeah, you brought that one up. Well, T. T. Rich brought, brought that up. one up. He was up. the one that was in a, a battle dude. with the Pan the Prince of Pan Africanism. Oh yes, yes. He starved yeah. his daughter? Yeah, essentially. He was like regulating yeah. her diet to the point where she's being malnutritioned. And said like, what? oh, women aren't supposed to have menstrual cycles. The white man is telling you that because he wants to keep you unclean. And the menstrual cycle is your body basically like dying inside or something. So he manipulated his daughter's diet so that she was only eating like juices and berries or some shit, twigs and... <laughs> branches and was like see and now she doesn't have a, a cycle and then he like let her start eating a regular diet again and he was like and see now it's back and so then he took away all that food and put her back on like grass and sand and she didn't have a, a cycle anymore like who the fuck told you that like having who the fuck told you having a cycle was like <sighs> Because I don't really advocate for the state to be involved in anybody's shit, but like, nigga, you need some help over you there. You need Matter to Matter of fact, she needs some help. She need to advocate over she there because you need some help. Yeah. So this this dude, yeah, I mean, 
Hilltops are a problem. But he's definitely, like, as I was looking at it within the first few minutes, I was like, this dude's a fucking hotel. But even, tell, in the, just, even in the 90s, they were a problem. They were, but I don't. the way I was saying it is, like, it was hotepery, but it was not defined as hotepery. Or at it's least so I wasn't, I didn't know. It, it's, it's strong. It's, it's so strong. It's strong. Like, from the moment he walks over to her, like, oh God, you even approach her like a fucking hotel. Like, everything about him. His outward analyses of things, whatever. You know, and I'm not saying, so from the things that, that were in there, whatever, there's a lot of shit that he had to get together. He did have some things that he was like, okay, like, okay, he's considerate in his way about certain things and thoughtful in his way. And a fuck nigga. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, but it's, it was, Look, it was, I, 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 it was, just, I, just, but, I just want to say, with, with certain qualifiers, like, consider it in his own way. Yeah. You I was know, trying to find redeemable like things that, about like, him, though. <laughs> to, yo, T. Rich will tell you, like, because we were watching it. I didn't put it on. We were watching that Chase, right? Mm-hmm. I was the one who was railing the hardest against the show. Like, yo, why is this on? Like, like, like you know, there was, nah, shut up. Let's try to watch it. I'm like, dude, this, nah, man. It's like the it's yeah that shit was terrible he's for me. So bad, and she is bad as well because because she fell for it. Yes, because it's <laughs> you know the part that makes me so angry about it is like you got this ain't shit ass hotep motherfucker, and she's just like, oh, you did this dumb thing, and it was so mean, but oh, love. It's like I hate you both. But I'm gonna watch this because I want something to hate right now. So yeah, we'll chat about it a little more. So next love week. is and yeah, I think that's a good way to lead up into the next one. Yeah. Yes. And um, ladies and gentlemen, if you happen to miss last week's episode, uh, you have done yourself a disservice. And I would say that after you finish this episode, you should go back and watch the last one. Come shots in the end. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> You know, I have to wait, wait a while. Cam was texting me like, "What are you talking about?" I was yeah. like, "Yeah, man, it went. It took a. It took a. To sorry to bother know. you, kind of left. Yeah, I tried to let people know, and just the way I advertised for it last week, like, "Yo, it, it is that show. Is that? I that's saw, I saw the caption, and I was like, "Was it that bad? It wasn't bad. It was just. It was just interesting. It was. A, it was a departure even from us." Because this is like a lot of shit that we talk shit about maybe we after. After dark. Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, shit we know we talk about after. And the crazy thing is it got it got worse. After we cut. <laughs> like it's like, okay, we're gonna stop here. But there's more. Uh <laughs> there's so, definitely more. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for sharing us with your friends, like a well lit dick pic. <laughs> uh signing off today. T Rich. <laughs> Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. Hey, Savage. Have a wonderful week. And try and spread a little joy with your rage. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what it's all about. It's hard not to be rageful and joyous in, in these days and times. So, like, you know, make the best out of them, ladies and gentlemen. Things will get better. Just got to be patient. Uh, remember, you can check us out on your various social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can also check us out the podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. And we're looking to get up on that good Spotify. It is in the works. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned for that. We thank you so much for your listenership. Please continue to check us out, to share us. And uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all listenership. Stay awake. Did you say stay awake? Stay awake. I'll just edit that shit out. No, I won't. I'll just leave it in. No, it's funny. It. Stay blessed. Stay work. Yeah. Stay blessed. Stay, stay woke. woke. I am so hungry slash tired all right i love y'all appreciate y'all peace i don't know what's going on i just i stopped having a you're thinking about those cum shots i know it was not <laughs> 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 <laughs>